0: And you know how it goes. (laughs) Welcome back, Mrs. Ryan. Put in the
1: butt.
0: (laughs) Hello, Mrs. Ryan. Hello, hello. What's happening?
1: so much so much welcome back sir welcome
0: back everything oh lights we need lights out of practice for all this oh geez whiz <laughs> <laughs> okay okay oh hi 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 hi. welcome back hello. this is very exciting everything is off here <laughs> hang on let's just let's just start with this nothing and i mean nothing is right um welcome back we can talk about uh, chad who is not here over the break <laughs> And we have uh, a new assistant, Katie, who is here, who did a fantastic—okay—did <laughs> a fantastic job uh, setting things up here. And we just need to get used to uh, how we both do things. That's how that's going. Oh God, you look good. Look at this. Look at this. Hi, Mrs. Ryan. Hello, hello. Okay, <laughs> give me a moment to get situated here <laughs> as I put things in a way that my brain can see them. Right. Okay.
1: Dun dun dun. I know it's,
0: it's simple. Uh, uh, it's so stupid. It's the autistic. It's the autistic side of my brain. It used to be, uh, what was it called? Asperger's, Asperger's and now, now it's just aus- autism spectrum. spectrum. And I've never been diagnosed. I shouldn't even say that, but I did. I've done a tremendous amount of. You're on it. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't want to get into why, but I've done some charity work, and I used to be in a relationship where I was around a lot of folk who had that uh, affliction, that ailment, and uh, yeah i was able to talk to everybody
1: it veers the creative line pretty finely so maybe you're just a creative like through and through and didn't realize you mean mean across
0: the board in general it does
1: yeah a lot of my old clients are very similar to how you're growing into and that's very asperger's but like it's really in my experience just people owning who they are and that's what you do every day
0: I, thank you for saying that. I I I really try to. I'm really trying to. I'm. I, it's a. I think everybody is probably trying to these days. It's. It's not easy. Nothing's easy. Nothing's easy anymore. Being a human's tough. Being an it's adult hard. human is really uh, uh, tough.
1: Owning who you are is tougher and tougher.
0: With all that. <laughs> Happy New Year, everybody. Welcome Hi back guys. to the old late night playset. set. Uh, my name is Jay Ryan. This is Nicole Ryan. We are the Ryans and we are hosts here in the late night playset. set. Today is uh, Tuesday, January 7th, 2019. And uh, we are back. 2020.
1: Oh, good grief. <laughs> 2020. All right.
0: Gosh darn it. I really am out of uh, everything. We did a lot of stuff over the break, Mrs. Ryan. We should probably talk about some of that stuff, and then we'll get into our guest, who is Tiffany Marie Lewis here today, uh, Porsche driver, Porsche instructor, Porsche friend. Uh, But we should probably get into some of the stuff over the break that we did because, um, like all of you, we saw most of you. (laughs) I saw a lot of L.A. people out there anyway. Um, Very, very active holiday season, Mrs. Ryan. Yes. I only wrote down a couple things here, but do, Happy New Year to everybody for sure. Um, I know that we did a Wendy run. I know we did some stuff with John Benton, which leads me into – I have a little thing I wanted to show people if okay. that's okay. Yeah. Um, so if you – if may <laughs> for the folks at home – let's take a breath here. Let's just everybody calm down, shall we? <laughs> I feel like you and I both got a little – um hi welcome back thank you thank you for taking that moment with us i feel a little bit better um john benton was a guest here shortly before the break did the whole story about the fire and the whole bit very very emotional journey we laughed our asses off we cried a little bit like it was a crazy episode um and apparently it was exactly what our friend john benton needed uh not just for having a place where he could direct people who are constantly asking so what happened so what happened so what happened he can now say oh just click on this link um, but also, um, just the guy I think needed the release, and um, and and I think it was I think it was a sort of an emotional catharsis for him because he he went back to the shop and they have been he's like the Incredible Hulk or He Man or something just nonstop progress over there. That's awesome. And uh, we had breakfast with the the Bentons over the break. And I, uh, yes. as we do, we have our little special breakfast down there uh, at that special diner. And uh, John Benton bequeathed us with a lovely uh, gift here. And it looks a little weird. I don't know if we're going to be able to see it too closely here. I think we'll be able to get in tighter here. This is clearly a uh, a nine eleven little model here. But it, it's got a heck of a story. And, of course, you might notice it's quite charred and burnt up as well. So uh, underneath here he wrote to, to us, uh, 10-30-2019, a new start, John Benton. And uh, he gave that to Mrs. Ryan and myself. And I think it's just the coolest thing because I I love that type of art anyway, those type of bucks that simplicity is super cool. The fact that this one is the opposite of the modern sleek, it's all beat up, it's cracked, it's burned and chipped – Gosh, it just means a lot to me. Yeah.
1: It means the world that he's, like, getting it to me that he gave it. He chose us to give that to. It's not going anywhere. He knows he's going to see it, but it's not. He's not holding on to shit anymore, and I love that about him.
0: Uh, For Mr. John Benton, because you haven't seen it, uh, it's been sitting on our mantle ever since, where it uh, remained until today, where I took it down to put it on the show, and it will go back up there afterwards. I quite like it there myself, Mrs. Me too. Very, very cool. Okay, okay. Sorry, I talked too much there. Uh, 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 And then anything else from the break? Anything else that uh, stands out at you? I know we just did tons of stuff and we drove all over the place.
1: It felt like the best way to spend a holiday in LA. Like just chill and calm and no drama. And I love you for that.
0: Oh, I love you too. No drama, definitely. Um, Hanging out with friends, like a friend's, it was a friend's giving on friends. Yeah. Is there one for Christmas, a friend's
1: No, we haven't gotten there yet socially, but I I like it, and I feel like everyone communes in a weird way out here, the community of L.A. people. Yeah. It's really nice.
0: I just like all the different, um, I don't want to say cliques, but all the different groups and different personalities. And, you know, when we're out driving with a couple people out in in Malibu or whatever, then you you pass another slew of three, four, five cars, and that's another little group, and you're all kind of, I don't know, its it's – like little Porsche families just passing each other out there and waving. It makes it a small town. We've said that before. It makes yeah. Los Angeles feel like a small town.
1: Yeah, and I love that love about that what we do. Love that too.
0: Okay, Mrs. Ryan, East Coast Feeds, I have two. Okay. Uh, we have a, a birthday and we have a Christmas. Which would you like to see first?
1: Uh, Christmas, please. All right.
0: Roll it, Hal. East Coast Feed, I believe we're in Ridgefield with the whole family. Christmas time. Merry Christmas, Christmas, Mr. and Mrs. Ryan. Sending you family love. Hi guys. Hello. Merry
1: Christmas. Love you. See, oh look.
0: Michael's got nice his see you. uh Michael's got his nice uh, Christmas vacation uh t-shirt, t-shirt on. Squirrel squirrel, squirrel. <laughs> Brooke and mama
2: doing dishes, taking a quick tour of the house. We just had our kibbasi and everything. Uh wait, oh wait, Dad, we are going to go to that. Hold on, stay with me, stay with me. Walk, walk, walk. Hold on, Dad, I'm coming, I'm coming. We're gonna say hi to Jay and Nicole. There he is,
1: the hey, man himself. <laughs>
2: Have yourself
1: a merry little Christmas. What happened to
2: Christmas dreaming? Christmas dreaming. <laughs> Christmas dreaming. Christmas <laughs> memories.
0: Hey, have a great Christmas. Right, I was going to join in. Uh, I you love you, Papa What King. a it's joy cool. for a girl oh, and a boy. Jay, yeah. your favorite Christmas <laughs> song. We love you. Talk to you later. It is my favorite Christmas song. Ah, all right. Love you, Kazman. Kazman. Multiple Kazman. It was pretty uh, That is my favorite ca- uh, Christmas song, and that's the guy who wrote it. Steve Keselowski, senior, I guess. Although he's not technically a junior, because I, I don't know how that works. Or is he a junior? He's never used junior. I it, think they just the first and last name. I don't think the
1: Yeah, first. if he does, I, he's the rumor. New roles, that guy.
0: Oh, he is a second. Yeah, oh, yeah, you're right. So it must be. Yeah. Uh, okay, and then we've got a. Uh, I think it's Brooke's birthday. It's Brooke's birthday. <laughs> <laughs> what yeah. the hell? Merry oh, Christmas, on, It's Still. Christmas. <laughs> Back to the studio. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. <laughs> Brooke's birthday in New York. Roll it out. I'm Mr. and Mrs. Ryan. Look at Brooke and the Cats. And we're at the Botanical Gardens in the Bronx. Stop the hair. here. It's Brooke's birthday <laughs> dinner. Going we went to Hudson Grill. And now we're at the Botanical Gardens where they do the training show. As you can see behind me, Radio City music call back there. There's a train coming. Woo-woo! See the train? There's a train. There's a train. There it is. That was it. Uh, they recreate all of Manhattan uh, in the Botanical Gardens in tree form. There anything? anything to add? She has nothing to add, guys. Sorry, but it's her birthday, dinner, excursion. We're at bar car Night. We're having um, hot chocolate with schnapps, peppermint schnapps.
2: All right. Anyway, love you guys.
0: favorite one. Maybe my favorite one. I love them both so I very do too. much.
1: Happy birthday. Yeah, happy you look birthday, really Brooke. pretty. They look
0: beautiful. And the Botanical Garden is super cool. Uh, they only showed one little corner of it, but they do have the whole city set up in miniature form.
2: The whole thing?
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, the notable buildings. Uh, but it's pretty cool. and <laughs>
2: Everything. I know. Hot dogs. Uh. Uh, uh, um,
0: and I think it's cool because it reminded me of the old Letterman Skyline. They had the Woolworth building and the old uh, whatever. It things cool. Everything. When he posted that on social media, I said, hey, can you grab that Woolworth building for us? Because we could use it. Uh, okay. <laughs> Mrs. Ryan, that's, that's actually a heck of a segue. It brings me to the time where I push this button. Roll it out. <laughs> Woo-hoo, Mrs. Ryan. There we go. All right uh mrs ryan and i have talked about it i don't know what exactly she's going to say but we definitely uh, are going to hand it over to her mrs ryan what is going on with dave watch
1: what's going on with dave watch this is a great opportunity to pull the veil back on my old life because my old life doesn't know i left it <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's great actually isn't it it works or-
1: out really well in some ways because it, it lets the story be the story without it being about me, which is the first rule of like, don't make stories about you. That's the first rule of PR. Don't make it about you. <laughs>
0: yeah, like press too. Same thing. Journalism. Yeah. So don't become the story.
1: Yes. So it, I'm really leaning into that part. And so people like Dave's guy know, but like don't really know the impact of what that means. And so fine, like, but that puts it's more all about the this,
0: relationships. Is that what you're saying?
1: It's more about the relationships. Yes. PR is about the relationships, old school PRs and making things happen is about that in our business. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not cookie cutter. And when we say th- something's going to happen, it usually means a relationship is maintained and began and blossoming, not like. So what you're
0: doing right now is pulling the curtain back a little bit for people. Is that what's going on? Yeah. Okay. Do they know that?
1: <laughs> if I didn't say it, sorry. I'm really secretive by nature. But like that job warrants it because it's not as public as it looks Yes. Like.
0: And the justification aside, I just want them – I want I, I want to understand personally and I definitely want them to understand. You're pulling a curtain back a little bit on how the process works. Yes. Is that what's happening? Yes. Okay. Well, that's helpful.
1: Pulling the curtain back, this is how it goes. <laughs> it's it's a really weird process. What, where are, are we
0: with Dave Watch? What are we saying now? What are okay. we saying today?
1: What we're saying with Dave Watch and is that he knows the story now. It's in his court, so there's no date that this is going to happen. But he will probably do it the next one of the next times he's in L.A.
0: That's what I believe. I so, f- I feel it in my. But I can't – you can't tell somebody – you know, there's no date attached to that.
1: Correct. And his guy is not is smart enough to know that and not right. putting a date to give me. Like he's not giving better. me –
0: These things are so easy to strangle and make them go away forever that you have to let them happen in their own time in the weirdest way. Is that – that's what – from my experience with this, this type of thing.
1: Yes. And that is how it all goes. And so I've moved on from making that the daily agenda. Mm-hmm. Of like, we just need to set up the show so that it's ready for that to happen. Like, this is the beginning of a lot of other things to come.
0: Right, right, right. So you're having many conversations with the same person and sounds like multiple people.
1: Multiple people to make that be as great as it's going to be. And set up because no more of the amateur hour, like we can just do stuff, hit or miss, blah, blah, blah. In yeah, it we've it had a little mean... bit of those.
0: We've had it, well, let's address that, actually, because I, that's something I've been struggling with is where we sort of feel like – sorry we're going on and on, but we, there's a lot of catch-up to do. Uh, uh, um, I've been – I mean, the, the elephant in the room would be that we <laughs> try to promise this stuff, and then some things have c- come out way bigger and better than we could have ever imagined, and some stuff has like, oh, still hasn't happened yet, and it's like a long, long time. This Dave Watch is one of those things. Um, I'm not worried about it at all. I have waited 24 it's going to be 24 years or something like that by the time this happens. So I'm not worried about it at all. I am incredibly excited to be living this time in our lives. Um, at the same time, though, I, I wanted to, and I asked Mrs. Ryan before the show if she could say a few words, I wanted to um, sort of just see where we were and do it, just kind of a touch base, a check-in. Because we do this every time. Oh, and it's coming, it's coming. And we both really believe that. Um, but we don't have any more information than that. And we probably won't. But it's not going away. We're not dropping this.
1: No, it's an ongoing behind-the-scenes thing that's happening, I think.
0: Yeah. All right. Good. Is that enough? Did we – do you feel like – how do you feel?
1: Uh, that's as much as I want to say about the Dave part of it. But the, to me, the bigger part is, like, I'm back in touch with old clients and that's going to spur the energy around. All that is going to help us buoy. Yeah, we
0: can, probably lemon. can't say that stuff yet, but you have some very exciting stuff in the works for future guests.
1: I will say on the record that I've worked with people that are hosting Top Gear America, right? And I'm back in touch with them, so like there, everything is dovetailing really nicely. But like, not a lot of shit that I can talk about. I, I want to tell everyone everything, so any questions I'll answer as best I can. But, like, I'm not the most forthright person, but yeah. that's the truth.
0: All right. Well, it's exciting. It's exciting. Thank There's you. A for, lot thank happened. you for at least giving us a little bit of uh, seeing what's in that closet.
1: <laughs> Anything I can.
0: Uh, okay, Mrs. Ryan, it's time to ask the question that's on everyone's mind. <laughs> oh, what's going on, Mrs. Ryan? Dun, 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 oh, man.
1: <laughs> Uh, Sony made a car. And they announced it at CES. It's going on in Vegas right now. It's like the technology consumer, yeah, blah, consumer blah, blah. Shot, yeah. So who knows what it's going to be. It could be really a showcase of what technology mar- can be in cars. Yeah. But they're I'm, I'm, all, I'm for that.
0: I mean, you know, they did the compact disc and all that other stuff. I, I'm a fan. I'm a fan of Sony as a company. I think they, they make cool sh- stuff. But I sort of said way back when, like, well, once, tech, once it's all just a computer, anybody can do it. It's just ones and zeros. So We're just they're showing gonna, that They're going to reorganize those ones and zeros. It's and,
1: happening. And yeah. like, who knows?
0: It's exciting. It's an exciting time.
1: It's an exciting time. Uh, similarly, uh, up in NorCal, they're using, the researchers at Stanford are using a DeLorean to teach automatic cars how to drift properly to know terrain better. Researchers at Stanford have are designing a vehicle that can be used in um, emergency services and snow and all this, but they're using a DeLorean shell.
0: This is so weird. I is mean, I know r- quite a bit about that car, so I can't figure out how any of this would be, but it's very exciting.
1: It's neat that... It,
0: drifting a DeLorean is not hard to do because the engine's in the back.
1: Okay. They're There's no power, though. Integrating race car drivers understanding of physics with motor uh motor capabilities oh okay and, and all that, no, you that. DeLorean That's wild. That's so crazy. it's totally weird but i love that no i like DeLorean. that
0: you brought it's a weird one i like that you brought it up uh it's a
1: 1981 delorean of course whatever uh in australia the fires are happening and blah the world's ending and
0: it's brutal I don't have the koala here I meant to bring it. Uh, uh, oh there, there's a kangaroo on the set over there from our good friend and sponsor Ron Goodman down in product 23 and ugh, they're just getting they're
1: getting they're getting hammered with fires and so I, I don't know enough about it so I'm not going to sit here and pontificate but I do again like we're a platform we get to make everyone relevant including the people that like Dave and people that Uh, We know in that community. And so he's someone that's relevant because he does know. Ron Gunman, he lives in Australia. He can be be more uh, cognizant about how help can be funneled the the right way. Mm -hmm. And that's, I think, the most important thing, not just like throwing your hands, I wish I could help. It's like that's a way to help and understand the lay of the land. So – uh, what my story was about habitats, though, something I didn't think about. Like endangered species, a lot are down there, and mm-hmm. their habitats have gone away.
0: Yeah, it's brutal. I it's mean, bananas. you've seen in Malibu, I mean, and and here all the time. I mean, all of that stuff comes back. I mean, nature does mm-hmm. come back, but oof, it is brutal to watch. The 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 life loss of animals uh, has really was staggering to me with some of the numbers that you hear thrown around. I don't even want to repeat them because they're just awful.
1: Yeah, it's bananas. Yeah. So. It, it,
0: and you're right, all the habitats surrounding those animals. It's just crazy pants. It's just
1: things I don't think about that I'm trying to think more about, I guess.
0: I, what I noticed from that uh, story is that firefighters are going from all over the world there. We've got Los Angeles firefighters going there, Chicago fires, I mean, so yeah. all over, and the globe, not just this country, going to try to help. And I, I don't think it's just men on the ground. They're sending experts. They're sending you know, strategists, like, how the hell can we do this? Because this is way worse than anything we've ever seen.
1: That's cool that everyone's banded together like that. I,
0: in my mind, I'm picturing one of those rooms, like Armageddon, you know, where they're all talking about like this is a big deal. This is a way bigger deal than you think it is. <laughs> I'm picturing that kind of those conversations, like in a war room, going like What do we do? We've got to get nuts here. Let's fucking get that crazy rain machine to make it rain over there, or whatever. You know, some some crazy stuff. That's I think that's what's necessary at this point.
1: Well, fingers crossed on that. Um, love I- love
0: you to everybody in Australia. We, we're just we're, everybody's heartbroken here for you.
1: Uh, Lots of love to Australia. And I I do think, lastly, that something that's going to help us all, it sounds so bizarre, but they're doing studies by sending mice up into space. They can do it now and bring them back within a month. They made Santa's for, uh, cookies for Santa within the month. Like it's all, the researchers that brought the mice. But, um, Hmm. There's a lot that's more capable of happening, and they're learning the muscles and how muscle – they engineered – they biologically engineered a couple of mice uh, with more muscle mass to see how being weightless and stuff affected them. Interesting. It's fascinating to me, but – Okay. And they brought Kirkus back
0: i didn't get any of that information all right and that's been what's going on oh that was the worst sorry welcome back uh no it's okay i feel like maybe i i said something and i threw you off there or something is that what happened maybe probably sorry That's my fault then. Uh, Okay, Mrs. Ryan. Well, that is it. It is time to get our guest in here, Tiffany Marie Lewis. Uh, Like I said before, she is a Porsche friend. She is a Porsche driving instructor. My goodness. And so many more things. And I'm trying to think. She did not. Okay. We kept our original wardrobe. There was maybe going to be a wardrobe change. And I think we've kept it, correct? (laughs) You're amazing. We're going to take a quick break. More to come right after this. Tiffany Marie Lewis will be sitting in here right in that chair right there. We're going to get to know her a little bit more right after this
1: oh so delicious it's a hot sauce made by bears garlic and serrano mixed with love and care you can put it on your eggs pour it on your rice it's great on a leg it's better on a slice it's oh so delicious it's a hot sauce made by bears Oh So Delicious hot sauce, great on everything except oatmeal.
0: Get your bottle today at osodelicious.org. One dollar from every bottle sold goes to the National Military Family Association.
2: Is it in my face? What? No, it only feels it. It only feels
0: like it is. You look great <laughs> okay, this is gonna be You really me. do Alright and with that We are back here sitting with Tiffany Marie Lewis Hello Hi Does everybody use all three oh. names?
2: <laughs> I was told yes <laughs> No they do And you okay. can And actually you can thank Bruce Brown okay. for oh that gosh, because to him
0: right off the bat
2: Right off the bat uh, My Facebook is Tiffany Marie Lewis Because there are too many Tiffany Lewis's oh. So I'm like alright And I like my middle name My mom, my grandma's middle name and then Bruce Brown, ever since we met about five years ago, every time. Tiffany Marie Lewis. How are you? <laughs> Tiffany Marie Lewis. Everyone meet Tiffany Marie Lewis.
0: Well, that's um, kind of Bruce's yeah, thing, too. He's a little yeah. more uh, proper when he's doing those sorts yeah. of things. He's a character. Yeah, I love him. Uh, well, let's talk about Bruce Brown, then. Okay, so... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Bruce. <laughs> Hi, Bruce Brown. No, I love Bruce Brown. I think he's a riot. We see him at everything. Yeah. Is that how you know him? How did you get to know... How did you get to...
2: I was... Working at California Festival of Speed, it was my first year there, and they had me guarding the cars. So I was actually guarding Connie's... Don't Touch? Don't Touch. I was guarding Connie Summers' Brumos. Oh my. So I was brand new to the Porsche world, didn't really know people, and then Bruce comes strolling over. He's like hi, <laughs> and, hi. He's the mayor. He's like I'm Bruce Brown, and you are mm-hmm. <laughs> Tiffany, Tiffany, <laughs> Tiffany Marie Lewis, and that's it. it and was we, locked
0: in on that day. Yep, yeah,
2: we have a picture. <laughs> <laughs> and a picture for every event we've been to since.
0: That is so. Funny. Oh, well, we love Bruce Brown. He's a good guy. Um. All right, but back to you though. Okay, so where should we start with you? I'd like to know maybe why you're into Porsches. Maybe we'll start there. Okay. How did you get into Porsches and why?
2: Ooh. I bought one after I got hit by a drunk driver and totaled a Camaro I had. So I had a Camaro, bought a Porsche, always wanted one since I was little. So you were into little. cars
0: already with the Camaro and stuff? Yeah, a
2: little, yeah, bit. Okay. A little bit. And it started uh, back when I was little. I remember my dad was rebuilding the engine of my grandpa's Mustang. So that's, that was my intro. I always tell everybody that. And then fast forward to teen years, my mom taught me how to drive stick shift. So mm-hmm. I learned stick when I was 14. Nice. And then, my uncle had. Did you grow up here in Los Angeles? I did. I was born in Bellflower, and then kind of lived all over the Cerritos Bellflower area. And then my uncle had a Porsche Boxster, and mm. we were living in Vegas at the time and doing a lot of commuting back and forth. So I was sitting in a passenger seat and looking at the, the passenger rearview mirror, and I just was like, "This is living. Like this. <laughs> this was." My first experience, in really a convertible or anything of luxury like that, it and it just spoke to me. And I thought, yeah, you like the Mustang, you like this <laughs> a little better. Sorry, Mustang Club. Uh, and then <clears throat> fast forward to we had the Camaro, got hit by a drunk driver, totaled it, and it was right at the but crash. We were okay. We were okay. Oh, my gosh. Okay, let me tell you a story. All
0: right, what happened? So we're
2: parked in the front row of the light in Fullerton. It's about midnight. We left a jazz club.
0: Oh, you're at an intersection. We're at an intersection first,
2: and suddenly, boom, we got hit. He was going about 45 miles per hour, pushed us out in the middle. We got hit again, went into— Rear-ended. Rear-ended, and then went into a pole in front of the gas station. And we're, you okay, you okay? But then we hear a, a horn. We hear this horn, and it's not turning off, and we hear it back up. And we hear it keep going down the street, down the street. It was the drunk driver, of course. And so that's how the cops Fleeing found the him. Scene, just following he the fled horn. the scene, and they followed the horn. Ah. <laughs> to his credit, though, he paid restitution, and he paid until his debt was. I think I got a check for fifteen bucks a month for years. Wow! So no kidding, it works. The system can work. Um, Gee whiz!
0: But okay, yeah. so but you were so okay. so we're okay, okay,
2: and then it was right at the crash. It's two thousand and. 2011, 2000, no, it was 2009. Oh, economic, yeah. Economically, with the crash, 2008, 2009. So I thought, you know what, I remember that, that memory. Let's look into. It was with my husband at the time, and we didn't have kids. And it's like, hey, instead of a Mazda three or Toyota Corolla that we were looking at for eight or nine thousand, let's see what we could get in terms of convertible box. So we found this guy, awesome. He and his wife lived up here actually, and we went up and saw the car. And um, he was out of work, radio broadcaster. No kidding. He told me he was his competition was Ryan Seacrest, and he lost. Yeah, clearly. Honestly, and he said, "Here, take it for the weekend." It's fully insured. Check it out. Wow. So we took it and never took it back. Sent in the money. They're no awesome kidding. and we've kept it and got a really good deal. And I always want t- to find him and tell I always want to find her. His name was Brian. And I always want to tell him because he said, My wife and I got married in this car. He showed us the pictures Whoa. and he said, Please take good care what of it. What was his
0: last name? Would, we, would anyone know him?
2: Yeah, I'm sure because he's probably still on radio. That's what he was trying well, to break into. Name? I don't remember. Oh, I see. Okay. Ten, but Brian was first, and I'll look it up, and I'll let you That's know. so funny. Maybe we could find him, tell him that uh, that car turned into a race there car.
0: was it and Brian somewhere? I don't remember what K- market. K-L-O-S. K- L- o- so was it But that? not that Brian. Oh, I see. Okay.
2: Brian but, yeah. Dunkelman was Brian
1: Zekert's partner on, huh. the, on the first show. Let's
2: find him. Hmm. <laughs>
0: That's funny. Who knows? That's Let's funny. Find, we'll find him. him. Yeah. Uh, okay, so and then is that the boxster That's that you box have? That's the
2: boxster I still have. Ten years later, now it's a race car is it um, yeah we're souping it, it up car? pretty much we're in we're process are you gonna go full box spec think, yep. we're gonna go full Whoa. spec we're gonna get we're gonna go crazy alright well wow. let's
0: talk about driving then a little okay. bit more than okay so you got that box you obviously fell in love with it yeah. and then got hardcore into driving probably more so than you were when you were mustanging
2: yep but fast forward I didn't do anything anything for about six years didn't go to PCA I, mean, I didn't even know what the PCA was mm-hmm. so I had this really cool car weekend car um Basically, fast forward six years, I got separated. Really hard time. And I did that on December 31st, 2013. And the very first thing I said was, I'm going to a Porsche Club meeting. So five days later, I was at the first Saturday.
0: Finding (laughs) your social. Finding
2: my social group, finding out what this car could really do. And I met a bunch of wonderful people. And they said, hey, you're pretty cool. You need to come out. You need to come out to autocross. Let oh, us teach how you how to you. really you drive your car. And I yep. said, what's well, autocross? And they said, it's obstacle course racing. You're going to love it. So I did.
0: You can tear the shit out of this thing mm-hmm. and, and do it yep. totally illegal around yep. cones instead of trees and other mm-hmm. cars and stuff. Yeah. Yep.
2: Greg, Chuck, and James. Hi. So
0: <laughs> was it after your, your first time out? First
2: time. Went to car control clinic. And then next day autocross and fell in love. Love it.
0: Car control is the best because you learn it's the so physics. Fun.
2: And you get to meet so many people, and then you really start to understand, like you said, the way the car operates, the driving, that you know nothing when you're street driving. Um, Moving weight fun. around? Yeah. Yep. I love great That's so
0: wild. Okay, well, all right. Uh... I don't know if it was the first time I met you, but the first time I remember talking to you was up at Newcomb's Ranch mm-hmm. at a breakfast club mm-hmm. where you would come in, I believe, in that car. Mm-hmm. I've got a clip. Should we oh, play it? Oh, no.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: a TBT. Roll it, out. It's Mrs. Yeah. Ryan's favorite breakfast club. with Bob. We're going for a ride. There we go. Back to the studio. Uh, All right. So that was the first time I remember meeting you. And uh, I don't remember who asked who first. I think somehow. But what do you do for learning? You said, oh, I'm a communicator. Mm. And I said, well, it's very interesting. And uh, I guess you could say that we are as well. And she said, what do you do for Larry? I said, well, we used to talk show. And you said, well, that definitely would qualify. What do you do that you call yourself a communicator? Because that's what I remember from that day. We'll talk about the cars in a few minutes.
2: So I've owned and operated a tutoring business, education. So it's called the cultural connections mm. uh, I have experience with the Asian culture I lived in South Korea for two years teaching
0: Do you speak
2: a little th- bit? Chokum. Really? My goodness. I, I love all things Korean Korean people. I, I love them so came back to the States and I was also in sales, you know, okay. you have to communicate in sales um but teaching, teaching is my passion. So that's why I said that. And people. Mm-hmm. So people teaching, I love it. I love really looking at people, looking into them. You can tell when someone's just giving you a quick little hi, how are you? <laughs> versus really wanting to know who you are. And so that's yeah. why I said that. The and depth of the hello. The depth of the hello. I like yeah. that. Yeah, so that's the business that I do. And I work with all ages uh, different ethnicities, but primarily Korean or, or Southeast Asian.
0: That's neat and everything because that's what you do. But you are probably good at it because of the person you are, and that's more of what I'm talking about. You really do seem to be a communicator. The person who says that is one. Nobody knows what it is otherwise. You know what I mean? Nobody yeah. would. Nobody would ever hang their hat on that. There's nothing that <laughs> you can't make money yep. from. It. Uh, um,
2: um,
0: <laughs> you know what I mean? No, it's not. It it's not. A, it's like, not a huge.
2: I mean my boyfriend one of the reasons that i started really noticing him is because after the first time we met i was talking but normally all the time everyone tells me their life story within an hour right you, yeah. you know about them you ask questions you listen and i really i love that and so that's that's why i was like huh and i even told him that i said this is unique he said why i said because you've been sitting quiet asking all the questions and i've just divulged <laughs> all my life to you and he's like well I really care. And I thought, oh, that's usually my answer.
0: Yeah, and you can see through yeah. that you meant it.
2: Yeah, and you've met him.
0: Yes, I do. He's on the card here. Jason, can yeah, we talk Jason. about him?
2: Yeah, let's talk about him.
0: <laughs> well, i also on the card here, but I... Uh, I mm. Newly engaged, can I say it? <laughs> mm, no, almost promise. Newly promised, newly committed to? He just told what me. What is your situation? <laughs> promise.
2: And I feel like a teenager because we have this promise ring, but he had told me before he wanted to do that. He wanted me to know his intentions. And then his oh, best friend, Fashion. he told me yesterday, hey, yeah, Jeff, his best friend called me and said, um, yo, Jason, so I saw something on Facebook and uh, he goes, I'm a brother. And we don't do engaged in promise rings. We don't do promise rings. Hope that's okay. I say that. But this is what he told Jason. He said, "So what the heck is a promise ring? Are you engaged? Or he's not? giving him
0: crap for he's not committing. Crap. But he is. Jason but is, I've met Jason. He is beyond committed.
2: Beyond. And he told him. He said, "It's a promise to spend a whole lot more money."
0: <laughs> that's soon. what I thought. He that's was. What he it's said. a promise ring out of respect to you, right? That's and adorable to, to me.
2: And to Alden. That's To, to my son. And he that's awesome. He, you know, And even he told me the other day, he said, Tiff, that's, that's for now, but it won't be much longer. And mm. when I do, Alden is going to have... I need to get his permission and your dad's. And I thought, that's, that's why. Mm. That's the why.
0: But you know that he's there and willing to make that commitment. That's
2: awesome. 100%. 100%.
0: Well, so yes, he is a very nice guy. And yeah. we happen to agree with that. We met him and you definitely can feel the warmth off of him. Uh, is, that, is, that, is that why?
2: Yeah. He's just... Real, genuine, no pretense. He, he's humble.
0: But how were you able to find what happened? Like, how did oh, you? you know, you know want what I'm saying? I'm like, how, Well, I don't know. I don't know. But
2: You it. totally want this story. There yes, we go. you do. You do. Sure do. So, I <laughs> love country music, country dancing, but I we didn't so know how. We were surprised about that, about right. You guys. <laughs> yeah. He.
0: Line, and line dancing and everything, right? You do it all.
2: I didn't. I tried. And so, I went back to a place called The Ranch in Anaheim. I was single. I hadn't been dating at that point for months. I took a hiatus and really wanted to figure out what is good for you. What do you really want? What do you need? What's good for Alden? And the number one thing I wanted was someone honorable. And that was different. Like this was intentional. Anyway, so go to the ranch and I thought I went by myself and just wanted to go learn how to dance. Uh, On the way, it was raining and on the way I met somebody. We were both walking up at the same time. And he said, hello there. I said, hi. How are you doing tonight? Great. Ready to have some fun? Absolutely. Opens my door and that was it. About an hour later after I danced with certain people and been watching, I see this, I see this man on the dance floor shaking it. I mean, <laughs> not the, like, he's going to kill me for saying this, like, Like Patrick Swayze, Chippendales.
0: Oh, Chris Farley. Yeah, I love
2: it. So I like looking at those things and I admire that. And I walked right up to him on the dance floor and said, hi, my name's Tiffany. You are a great dancer. Do you mind if I stand next to you and learn from you? Oh, and he said, amazing. he goes, absolutely not. And that's how it started. And I didn't recognize him because walking in, he had his black stets, you know, black cowboy hat, sure. black leather jacket. I had my hat. I was wearing my, my hoodie. He <laughs> knew it was me. I didn't know it was him because he changes. He dances so much that he sweats. Right? He sweats. He changes, changes shirts. Clothes. He changes oh hats. Gosh. He does wardrobe changes while dancing. So that's how we met. And then that night, it gets even better. Halfway through the, the next hour, we're dancing. He said, do you two-step? I said, I want to. I don't know how. He said, well, you're in luck. I do this as my hobby. I teach. I instruct. I instruct dancing. I said, great. So then we're twirling and dancing. And I noticed it's been a couple hours. And other, other women ask him to dance all the time. So then I said, look. I said, I don't want to take the rest of your night. I'm having a great time. But there's probably others that want to dance with you or have your attention he goes oh you're so sweet twirling mid no get that wait Nicole mid twirl he says you're so sweet but you're a little too young for me I have younger friends I'm going to introduce you to wow I heard I heard the tires like screech in my head mid turn and I just looked at him and said I'm not as young as I think you think I am and that's how I, he said 27. And I said, no, 28, 28. And we nice. literally did that all the way up to 36. And I said, I'm 36 years old. And he goes, screw my friend. I'm not introducing you to anyone. Wow, the
0: mother load. The mother load. Oh, that's adorable. That's a great story. It is. It's way better than ours. No. <laughs> What's yours? You know, we just met at her house one day through a mutual friend. Totally. I love it. Uh, but 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 you what, people have heard that story about us uh, okay alright cars wise when yeah. we looked at the picture of uh, uh, during that video you and Bruce Brown um, <laughs> y- y- it looked like there was some damage on your car can we talk about that
2: yeah we can what I'm happened? actually glad you brought it up what happened I was wondering if you were going to bring it up well of course well because it's If anything,
0: I feel it's only made you better and you're going in this direction now and I feel like this would help the story. No,
2: it's so true. So I hadn't driven the car in about six months, almost exactly six months, because when I was getting my national uh, training certification, one of the other, what do you call them, participants who was trying to get certified, he was driving my car because we did a role play. And unfortunately, he blew the engine. Right oh. on the track. I'd never had any issues with my car. I had it specced the day before. But he hung, you know, he hung red line. He redlined oh, it twice. Over red. Oh, yeah. um, hanging RPM, as they like to call it. And it blew the engine right then and there. And so, uh, luckily. Of the Boxster. Of the Boxster. Oh, and man. we pulled in. I mean, all the check engine, all the lights started coming on. And he goes, I think you're out of gas. Ha, 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 ha. And I just looked at him and I said, I don't think so. And so that started the whole process of getting my car a new engine. But I have to say, Dwayne Dement of Vision and Scott Mann of Renegade in Vegas somehow, some way, um, well, we're friends. We were friends, but they took it upon themselves to decide to help me out a lot one donated an engine the other rebuilt it they just charged me as little as they could they know i'm a single mom and and i'm an instructor and i don't do it because i have a lot of money but i do it for the love of teaching and they called me one day and said we want to help you this guy didn't he zero i met with him and he said i'm sorry there's no way to prove it and i'm not in a position to help you so wow. I decided. All right, all right. All right. And anyway,
0: ha- having that been done, having not been nice done, that Dwayne-
2: they were wonderful. And so it was. I picked it up on right before Thanksgiving. Hadn't driven it in six months. It has a brand new engine. Dwayne even added some things to it to I'm make it sh- ready. Yeah, for I'm the sure track you, ready. You were ready to go. Tires were bald. It I was do raining. That. My son was in the passenger, we went on our annual uh, Black you guys, Friday You guys drive.
0: came the Wrightwood uh, the way too, if we I did. recall, so there was some debris probably. Debris,
2: rain, my first time driving, six months, and first time um, on the crest. And unfortunately, there we go, we're going faster and faster, and went down one of those slopes. Didn't, didn't break soon enough, came around it debris, there was some rocks, there was water, or maybe even ice, because mm-hmm. it had been raining a lot, and we went into a spin, and I think that my training was good, obviously, because it helped me to control and get us out of it, but I just remember, as soon as we started spinning, looking at my son, and it's like, that's it, this, that's it, and... We're going for a ride. We're going for a ride, and I put my arm out for him, and we stopped, We hit the we hit the barrier, but and then we hit the pole.
0: It's amazing that... Yeah. Uh, it, there really is, there, that was minimal damage, yeah. really was quite minimal. And I would say it probably wasn't due to your training and yeah. and, and your expertise of being able to control the car.
2: But yeah. you, it
0: could have been a lot worse.
2: It could have been, we could have been off the, if there yeah, That's were, what other people I we mean, know have
0: done, yeah. Yeah, and so. And that happens.
2: And I just asked him, are you okay? He said, I have butterflies in my stomach.
0: Oh, what a and cute And
2: then he said, but I'm okay. But you you drove it right down to Newcombe and, drove it right and right everything off, was fine. And so just $800 to fix just the, the fender. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I learned a valuable lesson. I remember you said, you posted on Instagram, respect the crest, Happens and to I yeah. I've
0: It can happen to anybody.
2: It it was good for me. It helped me to it gave me a better respect for the power, for the danger, and for life. And I think it it always makes me a little apprehensive sometimes now on the track, I can feel it, but it's a good thing. So
0: well, limits are good. Yeah. Knowing where they are Mm -hmm. is good. Uh, uh, We had a guy uh, we saw at the PEC the other day, Sonny, who has lived on the – been running the Crest for many, many years and both in all different types of cars, sports cars, Mm -hmm. non-cars, 911 turbo, uh, motorcycles, Mm -hmm. total uh, – not not an expert, but he is not a a, a noob to the Crest. Mm -hmm. Well-seasoned. He took his turbo right off 200 foot down and was not doing anything wrong, just weird condition, whatever. Mm-hmm. And thank God he was fine. It was one of those rare things. Darren from Newcombs went down and found him the whole bit. He was okay. Just bought a new GT3. Good for him. Uh, uh, but the, it can happen to anybody is, is the, the long yeah. point there. Uh, you were just that day's victim. Yeah. It but... is what it is. Don't beat yourself up about it. No, don't it's don't good, let it though. bother you on the track. Just yeah. remember what you did and keep, keep, keep that part up.
2: Yeah, I'm grateful that my son was okay and that it hasn't really affected him. He got in with me on an autocross course one day, right
0: back on the horse, no problem.
2: A little bit for a few weeks, he was a little apprehensive, but now he's good and he's.
0: Was that uh, about mom or the car or the experience in general? Probably both. Yeah.
2: Yeah, but he looks out for me. He's Uh, wonderful. How old is he? Eight.
0: Eight now. Wow. Yeah. And he and Jason get along.
2: They're. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs>
0: better than he, you that oh my saying?
2: gosh let me tell you a story so jason is he's from kentucky you know he's he's a marine or he, he was a, 20 years ago he's
0: a big ball of love he, though is what he is he
2: is he i call him my bear and my stud right and he loves playing <laughs> with alden and they roughhouse. house and my son's in taekwondo so he's constantly hiya hiya you know let's wrestle let's wrestle. well so we have this joke and it turned into like me sometimes I would say to my son, "Are you ready, you know, for your beatings?" As mm-hmm. a joke in our house, just of course. I grew up that way yes, as a yes. joke. You know, you want the belt or it's as a joke, yeah. as a joke.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Gonna get the wooden spoon. Gonna get
2: the wooden spoon. Well, and so they do that, and that's what it is. It's a joke, and they wrestle. You ready for your beatings? Get beat down. You know? And so we were out one day, I think, grocery shopping, and Alden's like, "Hey, Jason, I'm ready for my beating." <laughs> 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 Jason. <laughs> <laughs> it's this running joke and my son that's what he does when we're out now hey can I get my beatings when we get home and I'm like oh so Jason he's just you know, kidding he's just kidding He's just kidding. but yeah they get along really well there's a lot of love in our in our home and, awesome. and we're really excited and I, I asked Alden yesterday so how are you feeling about everything honey you know Jason gave me a promise ring and he's like yeah I feel good He's so good, Mama. He's he's great. Think I really like him. Is, I think this is a good. And he he just this is good. I'm like you sure? He's like yeah. Just a little man. Yeah, he looks like. I think he's gonna be. He even said. I think he's gonna be a great stepdad.
0: Oh, oh my, my goodness. goodness.
2: That's awesome. Yeah. So I have a lot of peace. Good decision.
0: You seem to have. Life pretty well figured out. Is that just, are you just putting that out there as though you do? Are you scared inside Uh, like everybody else?
2: Absolutely. You really seem to
0: to have a good handle on it.
2: Gosh, thank you. Um,
0: Do you see it too? Do you know what mm, I'm talking about? There's just an overwhelming calm and a peace. Peace,
1: overwhelming presence, Mm -hmm. uh, calm.
0: Very present. Yeah.
2: I would say, I, I love my family. So one of the things I know is growing up. We we struggled a lot. There were a lot of struggles. Uh, but I always felt loved. They always said you can do anything you want. So that love and I guess you could say confidence combined with all the struggles and there's been a lot of hardships. I think you just you learn if you want to and you choose to and I'm at a really good place. I'm at a place where you can lose it all. You can lose family, marriage, money but i have my son i've lost all those (laughs) things so you know yeah (laughs) all of those things practically Mm -hmm. um but i have what's important and i really do love life it's not a joke i know one time uh, i lived in this high-rise condo and one of the ladies that lived there in the elevator retirement meter said hi how are you Mm. we ended up becoming friends but she said i have to tell you when i first met you she said i honestly was very skeptical i thought you were a little fake
0: yeah but that's, do, and you, I, do you still get that Or is this the only time
2: uh, I've got a few I've got a few times I'm sure more people Think it Than say it I actually applauded Ooh, her For saying it Yeah point. But it, we became friends And she's I'll never forget and she said y- It doesn't seem Real But then When it's every time And watching your the life consistency, yeah. And the light That we get She's like Now I know So that's Yeah I don't mind People saying that just, I just say wait Just wait Time, time will tell
0: Oh, wow. It's a good answer.
2: Time will tell. Yeah,
0: and you don't have to sell anybody either. I, I
2: don't want to sell anybody. Right. I, I, I don't want anyone who's in my life that doesn't want to be. And right. that doesn't mean I'm not, there's not an open door. But I think when, when you've had enough times in life where you had to put boundaries there and you had to say no, either you're not good for me or this isn't good for me or I'm not in a good place to be here, then it gets easier and easier to recognize, like you guys you're genuine you can feel it you can see it and and when you get there then you know
0: that's the thing you know. though. I, you, you don't know what other people think of you 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 know what that random person yeah. who has the guts to say something yeah. to you feels and then all of a sudden that lets you in well he, he might not be the only one maybe mm-hmm. other people feel that way who I never even knew cuz I yeah. feel the way I feel uh so that's been an eye-opening experience yeah. I think for both of us mm-hmm. um especially lately as you know, you do this longer and longer, and become more public, and that's been kind of a growth um, process for me personally. I'm so thin-skinned. I'm so sensitive. Mm. I'm such a you know artist. Leave me alone in my room to do the, my little work, whatever it is. Um, that now we're <laughs> broadcasting that out to people mm. and saying this is this is what we're doing, and it's very public. Uh, and that has been, even though I've secretly sort of always wanted to do this job, that aspect of it was never appealing to me that was probably one of the fear parts that kept me from pursuing this when i was younger in life does that make sense
2: sure uh, sure why do you think why do you think what's your what was your fear what is your fear
0: i don't know how much you know about my story but it's pretty transparent if you Mm -hmm. yeah she can give you a link to watch i did something when i was a kid that was all revolved around all the stuff that i wasn't proud of for my whole life and i shouldn't have been proud of it um i stole this microphone from david letterman's desk (laughs) when i was a kid (laughs) No joke. Um, so, you know what I mean? Like, that's yeah. not anything to be proud of. And then I was never honest about how I went and sort of solved the problem by giving them a microphone I had made and the whole bit, yeah. but I never was honest about the situation. So I think um, that was probably the biggest thing in my way. But even if I could have overcome that hurdle in my mind, mm. it was like, well, how would you ever deal with being scrutinized and having people look at you all the time and yeah. everything that we're dealing with yeah. on a on a day-to-day basis now? Um, I feel like it's just been growth for us that have allowed us to, to begin to be able to handle it because inside yeah. I'm still, that's why I asked you before. I was like, are you really this put together or inside are you still scared like, like I am?
2: It's not easy to be vulnerable. But when you are, I think the rewards of that and for other people to learn the lessons that we've learned, I think that's what is going to bring the fruit and not just in your life, but in other people's life. And I, I, Everybody makes mistakes. That's yeah. why everyone likes the underdog. No, but, <laughs> right. I mean, who, who wants the same person to win all the time or the golden child all, to be the golden child all the time? If something you don't, has to happen. Yeah, if you don't have some hardship, some mistake you made, something to grow from, then what's the point? Like, that's just being human.
0: Right. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. And then the other thing, too, is I always associated perhaps I was afraid of that scrutiny because I had known what I had done. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? There was that guilt and that shame inside Mm -hmm. that nobody else could see. (laughs) So I think that I perhaps was compounding the two. Mm -hmm. Oh, I had this shame. How could I deal with that scrutiny? Now I don't have the shame anymore. The scrutiny still sucks. Yeah. (laughs) That part sucks because you can't make everybody happy. And you shouldn't make everybody happy. That's not the point.
2: You definitely can't. Well, you can make a lot of people happy. Though, that's the goal, right? And what you do move the needle and, and as much as you can. Exactly. And I think that's start with your your circle of influence, your sphere of influence starts mm-hmm. in home, right? And then it it grows and grows and grows. And that's the stage that we're in. We meaning my family, Alden, and even Jason. Now he's on board, and he'll he'll tell you he's like I I don't understand it. I never thought I'd be racing. I never thought this. I'm like well get in the seat you know like get are you ready the first i told him when we first met i said i i hate saying this oh <laughs> i said i think i'm too fancy for you because he's like homegrown i Kentucky. felt that way
0: too yeah, we had the same you thing.
2: did too yeah okay. i, I
0: drove fancy cars super... and stuff but i'm super simple and she was like hollywood right? fancy I wore heels
1: all the time and dresses every day. And, like, I was, I, I didn't understand how he would see through that. Cause it was, I knew how fake it like, was. like, you know
0: how hard I put this whole thing together?
2: Oh, like, so much yeah, makeup right and what, <laughs> like,
1: all this shit that, like, I, who cares? thankfully you don't but oh.
2: <laughs> i love you guys <laughs> but yeah you, you know you know what it is then to just go but but now he's on board and we're doing it together and i'm really excited to have someone strong enough uh, with enough energy because mm. we run hard we run a lot we do a lot of amazing things and and yet he has a vision for a future and that's that's what I love. He
0: comes from the military, so I can understand so, that background for him. Where does your drive come from? Being a single parent, um, or just the life experiences you've had? What is where does it come from?
2: My parents would say, and they do say that I was born old. I was born an adult. So whenever all old, the other old soul, old soul, yeah. just always driven. No one told me to do my homework. I don't know where it comes from. Wow. Uh but when I was
0: Really even the other stuff like the homework and the teacher other influence oh, outside the family.
2: I don't know. I'm I don't know. And they they really don't either even my mom will say like I'm the only one who went to college. Now there are there are cousins that are going to college but
0: Did all that stuff come easy to you? I don't mean that you didn't have to work to study hard and and learn things and everything, but the th- I can't even fathom being able to do that stuff because I can't focus on something Um, I'm not uh, stimulated on for more than.
2: I love learning, and I learn pretty quickly, and I have a quasi-photographic memory. So yes, this is all very helpful and
0: beneficial. But you have to be for me. I would have to be interested in the subject matter. You seem to be able to retain whatever the subject matter is simply because oh, I'm supposed to be taught this, so I'm going to learn it.
2: It's kind of true. Like I, they call it's me, they call me a jack of all trade or, or FBI. So my sister, my family will call me FBI because very quickly I can decipher no oh. because an oh, FBI agent would be right. So I was, so there's that. that um, I, some other people call me a walking encyclopedia. I know quite a bit about a lot of different subjects. I just I have a, a thirst to learn, and I learn from people best. Not, I don't read as much as I'd read a lot, but not as much as I'd like people. I, I'm people. fascinated
0: to learn more about you and this, and hopefully we can talk about even this subject off the air, because I'm sure. literally the opposite. Sure. I can't learn from other people, because I genuinely, somehow inside me, I'm like, they don't know. <laughs> you know what I'm And I'm like, oh, I'll take the stuff they're trying to get me, and then I'll go make my own uh, judgment on it or whatever. The, and and it's, I don't know where the hell that comes from.
2: Yeah, let's talk about it. I can't wait to get to know you guys more. Um, but you know then you I, learn about I, me. <laughs> my point is I
0: couldn't learn in a classroom. I got – failed my, my uh, uh, academic classes. I got straight A's in all of the arts from public speaking to drawing to band, all of that stuff.
2: But you are. You're a brilliant mind. You're brilliant. But school's mm-hmm, not okay. for you. More, more. No. No. <laughs> Look, I don't, do, I don't do fake compliments. It's the truth. You're, you're really quick. And you're really. My, I'm not trying to psychoanalyze you, but this is my impression well, that you. you have to have things a certain way. It everything is in order. You want everything planned out. Oh, if it doesn't happen that way, there's Do you a think little so? bit that's upset. Me- I. That's my impression. Oh it's gosh. not a bad thing. That may but be it's- what I put
0: out there. The truth is, I I don't think I'm that way. But I I think well, it depends on what we're talking about. We're we talking about like doing this show. Then yeah, because I in order to have all the boxes get checked, I need to have it. It's I like flying a plane.
2: say you're constantly thinking. Like there's a lot happening at once. That's my feeling. Mm. And it's probably a lot to just sit with one person and engage. That's, that's how I feel. But you, you like it. You, you, but it
0: depends on the person. Again, yeah. this all just like school and the subject matter. It depends on the person and what we're talking about. It could be my favorite person about something I don't care about. I'm out. It could yeah. be someone I don't like even a little bit about something I'm interested in. Mm-hmm. I could be there all day. Does that make sense? Yep.
2: What do you like? Not
0: much. That's the other weird thing.
2: (laughs) I know you like Nicole. Yeah, she's amazing. She's the best
0: thing. She's the best part. That's why we try to do everything together.
2: I think you can learn something from everyone. I think also having the challenging, uh, just challenge upbringing. My parents were divorced, so there was a lot of things going on, and just to to honor them. You know there was a lot of love, but there was a lot of uh, volatility and Mm -hmm. and upset. And so for me as a kid, it was, I'm going to get out of this situation. You
0: totally may have just helped me.
2: That's what it was for me.
0: You may have helped me figure out the I'm not listening to you. You don't know because I I also had parents who were divorced, Mm -hmm. and they couldn't have been more biometrically opposed. My
2: parents too. Uh,
0: And. This one was convinced this one was wrong, and this one was yep. fuck this one. And yep. you know what I mean? Like, nonstop. Oh, so. You're, I and I was an only child, constantly ping ponging uh-huh. between those two. So it was like, well, I can't take what anybody says to heart. I have to make yep. my own decision on this.
2: Had to. And like I said, and I, wow. I say this because I want to be sensitive and not portray it. my. I had a lot of love in my family, but there wasn't money. There wasn't um, cohesion and unity. It mm-hmm. was the opposite. There was a lot of, a lot of battling. There was a three year custody battle with. Like I think we were one of the first cases to have our own lawyers appointed to us, and we didn't have money, so even having a lawyer, thats heavy even having it, and I was 12 and decided that my brother would live with my dad, my sister and I would live with my mom, and they had to live within a few miles of each other so we could see them, and that was kind of a landmark thing back then, and anyway, so... To be able to get all the checks and balances right. and And I've spent a lot of time processing this through my life, and... And growing from it. But what I realized was that I just, I hated it. I hated it. So by the time I was working at age 14, um, I told my family, look, like, I don't, I'm not going to Christmas there and there. I'm not doing two birthdays. I'm yeah. not.
0: And I'm, I'm opting out of this drama.
2: I'm opting out of it. Yes. And, you know. That's a tough thing to so do. Things are so much better now. It's so good now to be able to see my mom and my dad with all the grandkids and my siblings and there's a, a lot of a lot of healing and, and growth that happened. But it was horrible. Mm-hmm. And and um
0: How old were you when your parents got divorced?
2: Oh, uh, they were 8. So my son's age. They were 8 when they split, but oh. it was always always a hardship and always struggle they were people.
1: i think we all yeah. forget like i certainly yeah. did it's like my parents are humans yeah. and they're people and they were and they are so it's like i have to give them accommodations that i give myself because yes. i have no idea what was going on like it's a yeah. totally different place
0: yeah I used to have all sorts of judgment yeah, against right? my parents for the choices they made or, you know, my mother for something she did or whatever. And then you finally realize, like, that doesn't matter. It, you, you still may not want to go back for the drama. Right. You still may want to stay opted out. But the the anger or the whatever, like, long gone. Oh, yeah. Long
2: I, gone. I realized I did this meditation thing and I don't meditate. like really? I I pray. I don't meditate. I pray. but it's
0: Maybe similar.
2: A year ago, my high school friend, he took me to this temple it was new year's actually and he said hey tiff yeah i know you're not really into meditation but do you want to come with me it's a six hour meditation I'm like, forget that david like no way retreat. it was a retreat he was <laughs> okay i'll tell you what he said why don't we just do maybe one session there's it's four sessions or something like that and i'm like what the hell let's do it so i went and it was amazing like what happened to me in that first session I started you know I wasn't on drugs or anything but I started tunneling back into being a child and experiencing all these emotions and what I realized during that first session was that I never felt that I mattered and what I wanted mattered and it, I was I mean you have to stay silent in these meditations it was silent meditation there's all these people around and I was just weeping I had never experienced, and it was the craziest thing because while it was weeping, it was also so freeing. And I, it just dawned on me, oh my gosh, that's why this, that's why that, that's why you chose to be with that person. That's why when someone, you hear someone's upset at you, it really, all these things and you didn't feel like what you wanted mattered. And maybe you experienced that with two parents that were
0: there was a variety of other things. Oh, yeah. variety, right? Pretty, pretty, yeah. The muck is pretty deep on that one. Yeah. Um, and I have explored it. I had to unpack it. Yeah. You know what I mean? You have to. You have if you, to. Uh, Zuckerman was here. He calls it doing the work. Like you, you got to do the to. work, whatever it happens to be for you. Pull the veil different.
1: back on your triggers is yeah. really what it comes down to. Like there's psychological like terminology and and life term, but like that's really what it's about. It's like what's going to find set you wizard.
0: You have to pull the curtain back on your own wizard. Be like, see that? That's the guy.
1: Yep. <laughs> you have to own everything, to so own no it. one else can upset the apple cart. Because it's right. like because we're
2: not victims anymore. Right. Maybe at that time we were. But right. We're not Under. anymore. Not but but you can't just say it. A lot of people say it because they, you have to embrace it and then believe it. And once you get to that place, you might still have your your triggers every now and then. But it's completely different because you're. You're not even in that same place where it's gonna affect you the same way anymore.
0: Yeah. yeah. You're in alignment.
2: You're in alignment. I like that. You're you're in alignment. You're in the flow. Tiffany, you are delightful. You're in the flow. <laughs> you are
0: delightful. You really <laughs> like, are. Um Aww. we're already it's I mean, it's time to start wrapping it up. What what have we not gotten to? Is there anything you wanted to talk about?
2: Um well gosh, okay, so racing, right? It's amazing it's awesome through the series of starting my first day at autocross then go ahead
0: no it, i want to get mm-hmm. is your boxster being set up by vision now too or is so is we got working?
2: the not by vision right okay. now we're figuring out what to do so okay. we got the we put a new suspension in oh. um jason does some mechanic work so he's oh, like great. oh he wants to handle all the good car job stuff. tiffany yeah. <laughs> uh, no, honestly, okay, I don't know what you guys believe, but I honestly that was God. Like yeah. I prayed for honor. I prayed for someone who was You manifested. Stand. It.
0: You got exactly what you asked so for. So
2: we talked about this the yeah, other you, day you, and I said, "Honey, like do you realize look at our life and look at all these things that are happening, even seeing you, meeting you guys and just that day and just everything that's coming and and oh, all of the
0: PEC too." Yeah.
2: And all we want to do is give back and even Gosh, I'd love to come back with him because his story is amazing. And he had dyslexia and he had to overcome so much and he's so humble. He doesn't even tell people what he does for a living, but he's freaking smart and just wonderful. And I hear him on his conference calls with his employees and I've met them and everybody loves him. Everyone loves him so much that they interview me. They yeah. interview to hear about him. me, no, to make sure I'm, <laughs> I'm oh. worthy of him. Wow. <laughs> Even today, today I'm getting ready. And he was on a conference call and the guy didn't, his, his colleague didn't know. It was a speaker, you know, speakerphone and I was getting ready. And he's like, so Jason, are you married yet? And Jason's like, no. And sure she can hear you. and he's, <laughs> So then he introduces me and he goes, wait a minute, I just have two questions for Tiffany. I'm like two questions for me, okay, fire and he's like, So what kind of boots do you wear? And blah blah blah. And I'm thinking this is Cowboy good. boots, right? Is that yep. what
0: we got here? Cowboy boots. <laughs>
2: yep. And this is good. And so anyway if Going back to racing, he has been on board with racing from day one, never raced now. He is, and we're going to go to the banquet at POC because we've been doing autocross through POC. Awesome. He won the novice class. You're kidding. And I won my <laughs> class. <so> That's <laughs> awesome. We're both going to get to. Congratulations. I know, thank you. And he, this, is, this is life. He is NASCAR and all muscle.
0: He's, yeah. yeah, the NASCAR thing makes sense with where he right. grew up.
2: And we met, and he's like, Portia, Porsche Portia, I'm <laughs> German, and what, what's up with you Step on and that, foreign cars and never, blah, blah. we're gonna Stomp get you. Out with roof, roof, like Brittany Force, you know, and NHRA and Danica, NASCAR, and I'm like, no, Is okay. Brittany John
0: Force's daughter? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
2: And I just stayed pretty quiet. A little, bit. And little by little, you know, for his birthday or something, <laughs> I bought him an autocross day. It's so it, American,
0: like, right? NASCAR and right? NHRA. Yeah, and I yeah. told
2: him, I said, now you're going to be wearing a Porsche <laughs> jacket. Yes. He's like, my family is going to kill me. <laughs>
0: European Car Magazine. <laughs> All the stuff starting to show up.
2: So, Excellent. and I never thought I'd be with someone with a strong Kentucky accent. You know, like, he, he does, he he
0: does. got <laughs> a heavy draw.
2: Anyway, I'm talking so much about him just because you. We, met all him him. And we all love him. We all love him. He's great. Um, but yeah, racing. I want to do more of that. And where can so,
0: people instruct? Where can people? Uh, where can people uh, be instructed by you?
2: Uh, autocross. So motorsportreg. will give you. All of the dates and places, but you could email me, and I'll happily send anyone the information. But actually, this is um, a good
0: time to do the billboard. Let's yeah. uh, let's talk about social media. Where can people find you?
2: They can find me on Tiffany Marie Lewis, Tiffany with an I. With an I. That's tiffany important. With an I Marie Lewis on Facebook, uh, and you can email me at tiffany at cargirlnextdoor.com. Oh. So, starting that new brand, Car love Girl Next Door Yeah,
0: is a new company. Yep, we got it. the
2: domain name, got the logo.
0: Whoa, I love it. We're
2: getting serious. So Jason's my techie.
0: (laughs) You mentioned uh, the POC and both Dwayne from Vision. Do you know Martina Kwan? Yeah, we're friends. She's been a guest here. We're Uh, big fans of hers. I
2: saw her show. Yeah, no, it's lovely. We, it's been nice with Martina and I can learn a lot from her. I keep, she keeps threatening to come out to autocross. <laughs> I said, come on, come sit with me. Y- you teach me track better. I'll teach you autocross and we'll be a force and Dwayne's so wonderful. And so my car does have the vision, love the it. vision sticker. So I just...
0: You're awesome. You're Aww. awesome. I, I hope that you just keep being you doing what you're doing. Cause I, you. I can't, uh, I have no tweaks to make.
1: <laughs> Zero. <laughs> I
0: think you're great.
1: You're, I just love seeing you. I love that we get to see you and stuff. It's, yeah. the, it
2: makes my day. Oh, I love that. I love you guys. Love I really
0: do. It. How do you feel? you feel okay?
2: Just happy. Okay. <laughs> you look happy. You I look just happy. happy. Just making sure. No, I feel great. I feel great. <laughs> all
0: right. Uh, all right. So let's see. Will people follow you on the social media mm-hmm. and whatever. And, uh, they'll email you to see if they can be instructed by you
2: and it's like I don't get paid that's one of the things I haven't branched into that department but but when you register for autocross whether hopefully through POC Mm -hmm. but there's also PCA events and then private events but all of that you it comes with an instructor so that's one of my goals is to get more youth involved a little bit more diversity and let them know you don't have to have millions you don't have to be rich to do this it's fun the people I love the people yeah, it's so not much of that. a
0: commitment either. I mean, you no. really – it's just the morning. You can yeah. be done by noon.
2: Yeah, and you get an instructor all day for the first few autocrosses you do or track events. Uh, I'll, I'll volunteer and instruct the You know, the know what I mean? Some events. people,
0: oh, well, you do the day before you prep the car and then you yeah. got to drive out. It's all day and then you do, the next day you're taking it. – it's like it, – it can be all of that. But it yeah. also could be you just wake up early one day, go do it, and you're home for lunch.
2: And the car control clinic, which you said you love. Yes, for all teenagers, you need to – to get them there, it's just Adults, a good foundation. It's a good foundation, and uh, do they still
0: do like the whip break stuff and oh, everything? Yeah, it's yeah, great. So it's, it's, oh, yeah. it's like <clears throat> when you learn to fly, like doing the stalls and everything. You just you 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 break it so that you can find it. Yep. It's great. It's really helpful.
2: Speaking of break, I want to. Can I plug sure. breaks the Please. program? So I what am in want? the process of potentially becoming an instructor for breaks. Whoa! And I'm really excited. I don't know what it that. is. Tell us. Oh what it is. Oh my gosh. Okay, so Doug. Um, well, he was a race car driver, and I'll quickly tell his story. He, unfortunately, he lost his sons. So they took the, his, one of his cars out and got in an accident, oh, and they gosh. both passed away. Awful. Uh, horrible. Um,
0: Way to wrap it up, Tiffany. <laughs> I don't
2: know. But it gets better, because, you know, with anything that's really hard and tragic, and what we're talking about is...
0: You have to persevere.
2: You persevere or not. You don't have to, but... <laughs> for this story, you, you have to. For this have story, to. he make did make something beautiful right? out
1: of a horrible situation.
2: And so he decided after a few years that he wanted to honor their uh, memory and legacy. And he created a program specifically for teenagers, and it's I believe it's free to teach them how to actually drive on the track with with so professional there's a wonderful drivers. Wonderful
0: reason behind this. I see why. And you want it, so of
2: that's what he did. I think he started that. Six to nine years ago or so And it's just It's a great program That's awesome And so I got to talk to him I'm going to do that And That's oh, phenomenal Yeah And then hopefully Become an instructor at PECLA <laughs> That's, pretty... That's
0: the oh, next thing Oh that'd be great
2: Yeah I have That'd an be great
0: Interview with Mark Do you know um, Stan Kaplan? I do Isn't I think he yeah. is At least helping out over there Or learning or yeah. He's doing some stuff Yeah or Would you be doing that stuff?
2: No I'd be in i oh, actually... be coaching Oh man. Yeah I'd be driving Hopefully I don't know We'll see what like they mean Like out with need. Johnny and everybody? Yep and whoa that's and, so cool yeah. that's incredible would oh, yeah. that
0: be a job at that point would that be you go I, yeah, work that there that would be
2: a job and I think people pay to come and I think that'd no, be no of course but I yeah. mean
0: like for you that would be a oh I'm gonna change and go work over no
2: it wouldn't change but with my business and tutoring I'm able to do that and then oh, I'd see. be able to do this in the day in the morning because most of my work cool. is noon to 6 so this would be morning and weekends and I'm really I'm really excited a lot of good things
0: it, everything's really good and you, you're a, awesome you seem, you're on top of it <laughs> uh mrs ryan what do we have tomorrow
2: tomorrow's the comedian uh
0: jeremy Hots is yeah, what I see. hotz yeah H O T Z.
1: works with our comedy booker a lot oh okay cool uh
0: richard chasler and then thursday dave i don't know how to say this bacsek b-a-c-s-e-k do you know him? yeah you do through facebook oh what can you tell us about him oh he's a porsche guy yeah and porsche. he's doing a porsche project that's sort of a His dad has departed, but it's a father son project. Yeah, it's it's really cool. Heritage project. Yeah,
2: you're going to know more than I will, but awesome. Yeah.
0: All right. Well, that's what's going on on Thursday. Mrs. Ryan, I love you so very much. Tiffany, we love you so very much. Thank you for being here today. Our first guest of the new year. Yay. And uh, thank everybody at home for watching. We really, really appreciate it. Thanks for being back in the old late night playset. We will see you back tomorrow with Jeremy Hotz, who works with Richard Chasler, and we're excited about that. (laughs) Love everybody. Please love one another.